she's on the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Hyper Caroline Hobby. I am your host, Caroline Hobby. I know music, I know people, and I know the questions you want to ask. So let's get hyper. Heads up, these are adults having adult conversations, so there could be adult content. I am so excited about this episode. I have two of the most fabulous, fierce, fantastic women joining me. Alyssa Bonagura and Ruby Stewart. Together they make the Sisterhood Band. They are absolutely incredible musicians in their own right, but together there is something so magical about them. They have a mix of like Stevie Nicks meets Rod Stewart meets country. Funny I say Rod Stewart. Ruby is the daughter of Rod Stewart, so she grew up as rock and roll royalty. Alyssa grew up with her parents in a record deal, traveling in a band. They both have this gypsy lifestyle, bohemian lifestyle, but together their music is so incredible. They have one of the most... Just their energy, their sound, I can't describe it. You're going to have to hear it. And when you hear them on this interview, you're going to fall in love. I've fallen in love with them. I want to be around them all the time. They're the coolest girls I know. Their music is incredible. You'll be hearing their music everywhere soon. So get excited. Here is a sisterhood. I'm here with the highly beautiful, talented, funny, um, I so many words to describe, the sisterhood. Just epic. 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 Awesome. Thanks, girl. Mm-hmm. Just toot my own horn now. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Dude, we're so stoked to be here. Thanks for having us. We're here live. Well, not live. We're here in Aurora Studios. Mm-hmm. We're speaking live, but this will air later. I feel like there needs to be like a Aurora. 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 Maybe in your best share voice. <laughs> Aurora. Aurora. Um, I don't know. So all you people listening, I don't think y'all can understand how talented you guys are. <laughs> can we have a little taste of what I got to hear? Maybe a little share? Oh, oh a little share? Yeah. Should we do it? Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> I like yours. <laughs> Ready? Should I take, do you want to take the higher one? I have to do the share move. This is yeah. the share move. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Get it on. Do right. you believe in love after love after love after love after love after love? I can feel something inside myself. I really don't think it's strong enough, love. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, while we're at it, throw some Celine in there. We need to hear Celine. Share. I No, I love Cher. Like, literally love Cher. I, I dressed like Cher today. I wanted to dress like Cher. And it, you guys <laughs> look amazing. It. Thanks. Like sparkle. Okay, can y'all do some Celine? <clears throat> Celine. What is the Celine we were doing? Hi. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what she does. So you do it. I can't, uh, um, wait, hold on. I have to think about it. Um, she goes like, come on. That's what she does <laughs> in the middle of her set. Have Lots of heartbeat chest. Like thumping have you ever seen on her great. live? Like yes. Vegas? And I died. And I saw Michael Bolton live too. Those Whoa. are my two favorites. I love Not Michael together, Bolton. Separate Separately. But situation. to me, Michael Bolton and Celine Dion are like the top of the They're top. the best. Yeah, they and Rod Stewart, obviously. I've never seen Who's him. He's pretty good. <laughs> Who's that guy? He's pretty good. I've never heard of him. Well, you know. So we got Ruby Stewart. And we got Alyssa. I can never say it. Bonagara. Bonagura. 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 It's not that hard. It's not Bonagura. that freaking hard over Bonagura. here. It's just Italian, you know. It's Italian. Can you yeah. cook Italian? I'm a Hell great yeah. cook. <laughs> well, that, what do you make? I well anything. <laughs> Her mom's a really great cook, though. She I learned from my meatballs. mother, like lasagna. Yep, <sighs> I do. I can do like eggplant parmesan, oh, real good. I can nice. do pasta. My mom makes this penne chicken pasta that's like the best 
chicken pasta you've ever I had. Hot pocket. Hot oh, pockets. hot pockets all day long. <laughs> no, my mom makes biscottis, which are like the best. They're so the are best. you cooking all the time? Yeah. Is this like a hobby yeah. of yours? I love to cook. <sighs> Teach me. I we just got cook. Graham and you I just got cook? Blue Apron. No. Not at all? No. I can't yeah. cook it. You've got to do it. You've got to get Blue Apron. I can cook those box meals. They're great. Yes. It's they fun. are great. I can cook some ramen. <laughs> I can cook some ramen. Just put in some hot water and some spices in it. It's perfect. It's like amazing. <laughs> so you guys both grew up in musical families. Yes. Alyssa, yes. your parents were also, they had a record deal, right? Yeah, they were on RCA Records on, on Country in um, a called? band called Bailey and the Boys. So did you grow up on the road with them? I did. I was like three weeks old on the bus and I grew up on the bus. And what is like... Yeah. What is life? I'm going to go through both of you guys' yeah. upbringings because they're crazy. Bus babies. They're both bu- bus, bus babies. babies. Well, she's, baby. a plane, she's a plane baby because she grew up on a plane. Jet baby. Cause Cause she's a jet baby. I'm a bus baby, but it's really about the same. Totally. So <laughs> what does it get there? Just you still get there. <laughs> yeah. What is it like being a bus baby? And obviously, Ruby's dad is Rod Stewart, the late, yep. gra- the, 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 not the, he's, he's still he's alive. He's still <laughs> great. Sorry, Rod. <laughs> Definitely he's still alive. great. Live and kicking. <laughs> <laughs> The late great, I mean, just the great. The great, just the great Rod Stewart. What is it like being a bus baby and a plane baby? I loved growing up on the bus. I mean, my mom would come and wake me up at like 12 o'clock midnight, and she'd be like, Lissy, the bus is here. And I just remember like waking up and grabbing my pillow and walking down the driveway and getting on the bus, and we'd wake up in some random city, and it was awesome. But that was my whole yeah. life. I mean, literally, my mom, she tried to get pregnant for like six years while they were like, you know, putting out singles, making the records, and... And then she finally got pregnant when they had a top 10 hit. Oh. And so she was like, great. Of course. <laughs> great. Now I'm pregnant and I have to like have the baby and push out the first single as well. So, so she's pushing double push. Yeah, double push. <laughs> so she like had me and then we went on the road and um, and it was awesome. I mean, I loved it. I'm an only child. So like okay, I was gonna ask all you. the guys in the on the bus were my brothers and my mom and dad are I'm like, they're my best friends. So did you experience some things that most children don't see when they're growing up? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but my mom was like, she was like, it's a bubble on the bus for Alyssa. No cussing, no, no alcohol, no, no marijuana. Yeah, mar- no marijuana. <laughs> but uh, it was great. At least I mean, not envision sight. <laughs> yeah, no, they were they were really great. Um, kind of like a hippie. It was like a hippie bus. It was That's great. Awesome. Yeah, I they're, freaking they're love rad. that. Yeah, it was great. So your whole childhood was on a bus. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where is that bus now? The bus got sold. It was really sad. Oh, man. Mm. There's a couple of videos. Our drummer that's at like the time. That's like your home. I know. It was like, yeah, that's it's right. your house, basically. Right. basically. Um, Did your parents own it? Your parents owned the bus? Yeah. My mom, like, decked cool. it out in Laura Ashley back in the, oh, back in the oh, 80s yeah. and 90s. It was so great. I remember Laura Ashley. That's, like, nice It was stuff. great. It is pretty yeah. cool. But I remember, I mean, I love, I just love being on the bus. What I sleep the best like? on the bus. <clears throat> my bunk well see I lived in the back with my mom my oh, dad got kicked bunk. out of the back bed because she had like one of those star coaches with uh-huh. the the bed in the back so it was like when when I was born she's like all right me and Lissy are in the back we're sleeping <laughs> in the you're sleeping in the bunk but then I when I got older I slept in the bunk she was worried I was gonna fall out right oh, you know okay. like she, she's like I'm worried you're gonna like hit a bump and was fall out like over a, here was there, did you have a crib at one point on the bus no, I think I just, just slept with I think I just in slept bed. in the bed, yeah. I think like you learn so many life lessons you do. Up this oh, way. Yeah. You know, like For you learn sure. about people, you learn yeah. about cultures because you're going yeah. to all different places. Yeah. So yeah. tell me great. about being Rod Stewart's daughter. Did you always know he fun. was Rod Stewart? Or when did you realize you <laughs> no, had a famous father? I didn't like I still don't actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like what? No, I I don't know. I never considered him like a, a famous person. He was always just like my dad. But I guess when you meet fans and someone's like, check out my Rod Stewart tattoo on my arm, you're like, oh, this is a real thing. This is like, <laughs> you got a Rod Stewart tattoo. Um, but yeah, I think that it's always kind of just been, 
he's just been a normal person to me. Also because he's just really humble and sweet and, you know, doesn't he's, really he's act awesome. like a diva. So I'm wondering, I feel like a lot of the great legendary artists, entertainers are very humble. I keep hearing yeah. that. Yeah, and I think it's, like, refreshing to actually meet someone and be like, oh, my God, you're a good person and you're successful. They're just, it's their talent. You know, they have a talent and they use it, but they're not an asshole. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, such a bummer when you meet... It's oh such a bummer God. when you meet someone that's like <laughs> that you look up to and you like love their music and then they're just jerks. Ah, it's like why down. you get a gift like this amazing gift to make music and help people and touch people's lives and you should yeah. just be nice and yeah. humble about I it because totally it's pretty cool. Agree. Yeah. And I do feel like do you sort of feel like music is a gift is a calling? Like it's something that oh, y'all yeah. felt oh, from yeah. a young age. Definitely. Definitely. I can't remember when I started singing. I think it was just always like a thing that I. You know, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. I used to get picked on at school, and Why? I would go Me just too. what? Because my dad was who he was, and people just didn't just want. Well, to he could send a sniper out and have them killed. <laughs> I mean, they should imagine themselves. if I said that when I was like seven. My dad's gonna send a sniper to kill you if you make fun of me. No, but I used to like sit in the bathroom and sing because it would make my butterflies go away. So it was oh, always like a form of like thing. coping with um, fear and stuff, and it kind of still is. Before we go on stage, I'm like, mm. that's it's exactly like humming to what myself. I used to do. Mm. I, you guys are People so used to, Seriously, though, we like, seriously are. Y'all we we, we kind of grew up the same, which is really strange, and it's just it's, we both have missing teeth. Yeah, what teeth are missing? This Front tooth. This one, this oh, wait, one, are you the one. opposite front tooth? Yeah, they're yeah. opposite. Oh, you guys. My stop left it. one, her right one. I fell when I was like dancing one day. My story in is dance like class. Not and as she queen. was she was on the street. You were on the street. You fell. I was on the outside of a club when what I was. What were you doing like, on the street outside of a club? I was like sixteen. <laughs> <and> being being <laughs> Rod Stewart's daughter. Of a club and being I fell super cool. and I hit my face and it was just bad. <sighs> yeah. so I, I had two friends, missing teeth. Yeah. Matching missing Isn't that teeth. weird? Mm-hmm. Both grew up on the road. Don't you feel like this industry kind of attracts like the wild ones? You know, yes. like yeah. the free spirited ones, the ones For who sure. just need to roam. Yes. yes. You know, that's the reason why you kind roaming. of do it. You know, because you need to. Wh- okay, you just need to be wild. Why do what? It, yeah. Why do you guys do it? What does wild look like oh my to God, you guys? I would what die is, without music. Yeah. I would die if I didn't do it. Like, I have no literally. other capabilities of being like, I couldn't work in a coffee shop for sure. Screw it I up. just, <laughs> I, I did it the same reason you did. I mean, I would be in school and everybody thought I was crazy because I'd like go out on the weekends with my parents and they'd, I'd come back and they'd be like, just go back on tour, Alyssa. Why don't you write a song? And I'm like, this, like as a kid, you're like, and then you like, the girls make fun of me because I would always have on something like different because I, you know, found it in New Mexico or something. And they'd be like, why aren't you wearing Mavi jeans? Because they're like the coolest. <laughs> and I'd be like, what are they? I don't know. I found I mine those. are like hand-me-downs, man. But anyway, so it's, I always made music. And yeah. I, would, I would go home and like write songs about kids being mean to me. So, so it saved my life, really, you know? You know, music I actually, I think about this often. Because it's kind of a two-edged sword. Sometimes when you have this calling on your heart. Yeah. And you know it's what you're meant to do. And you chase it relentlessly. Yeah. It's like the biggest blessing because you know what you want to do. Yeah. And I feel sorry for people who don't know what they want to do because yeah. it's like a yeah. wild world out yeah. there. Just yeah. wandering around if you don't know what you want to do <clears throat> with your life. Yeah. But also, a calling like this puts you through the ringer. Like it yeah. makes you chase it down and I hunt it out. If you're yeah. not being made fun of, then there's a problem there. I hope my kids get made fun of, actually, because <laughs> I think it made me a stronger person. Yeah, definitely. Being picked on and, like, also standing up for other people that were being picked on at school because I had been picked on. It's a whole... Most musicians, I think, at some point in their life have mm. been through bullying, you for sure. You have to go through mm-hmm. that. That's. You know? I think that's it why we... It's so weird. We were just talking about this last night, but 
I think you're given the gift so that you can go through all the turmoil and the and the stuff so that <clears throat> you can write about it and someone else can be saved it. from it just like you were when you turned on you know the music that you listened to when you had yeah. a horrible day you know what I mean so it's it's important to kind of go through all that stuff and we have to, I feel like we feel it almost tenfold because we, that, because we have that gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's very wise. Not mm-hmm. everyone can see it from that perspective. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. there ever a point when you guys thought, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to quit? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Sometimes, uh, like, but then yeah. I would like, but you have to be kind of tested to see how much you really <laughs> want something, essentially. Yeah. These, you know? A dream like this puts you through the ringer. I feel like yeah. it doesn't make it easy to catch. Yeah, yeah. but it's so worth it when you do. Because yeah. you did like give up on it at one point and then try again and yeah. always you're always constantly trying to get towards a goal and yeah I think everyone in their life like gives up or wants to give up at something that they're doing yeah because it's challenging but it's just important to keep trying without the always. struggle you wouldn't make great music yeah that is so true. true you wouldn't have anything you know to I mean? write yeah. about yeah yeah when was the first time you guys felt like I don't I know like if this is a therapy session I love this therapy <laughs> okay I know yes so just so anyway, analyze all my problems this can one I get time you a lavender towel this one time I was <laughs> when I was five that's five <laughs> when was the first time you felt like you actually had it like made a break like had a break that was like oh my gosh I'm doing this like it's happening mm. Now, <laughs> now, seriously, it's it's actually no. it's crazy. So Ruby and I have like we met through mutual friends, um, through my boyfriend actually. So he's in a band, Tyler Bryant, The Shakedown. And also, y'all have so much fame and celebrity all around you because like it's his weird, dad man. played with Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, he's in Aerosmith. He was like yeah. him, this little band, just yeah, little, 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 little band. rock band. It's weird. I feel like all the offspring find each other. All the musical offspring yes. find each other, and we all because we're all like weirdos. We're like, oh, so you grew up on a bus too? Wow, cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but we met like so they went out to L.A. to play this Jimmy Page event for like it was a book signing event and they got asked to play like all uh, Led Zeppelin songs acoustic and so they were like freaking in out in front of Jimmy in Page. front of Jimmy Page so okay, they're like freaking out huge deal yeah Big crazy deal. so they fly out there and I was like super jealous I couldn't go and and um, I remember Graham called me that night and he's like oh man it was so cool and now like Tyler met this girl Ruby in the bar and they started talking about like Blues music, and they so are. So that's how y'all met. So, so this, you so were at the Jimmy Page event. N- well, well, I was recording at the the. I was I forgot to just talking to the mic just then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually recording downstairs in the studio at oh. Nightbird Studios, and so I went up to have a drink because I was like kind of breaking up with my producer, the person. Oh. The Sunset Marquee so has I was like, like I need to go like have a drink. Really, you, have you been to Sun- Sunset Marquee in, in L.A.? It's really cool. They've got like a All studio the downstairs, hang out and there. it's like an amazing, amazing hotel. Like was really oh, rad. Yes, I've yeah, stayed there. It's, it's super awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, it's so rad. she was recording downstairs while this whole event was going on, and that's how Tyler and her yeah. met. No way. So Tyler came up to me and was like, "Do you like?" Muddy Waters or Howling Wolf? And I was like, Howling Wolf? And he's like, we should be friends. <laughs> God. <laughs> Seriously. And so then we wrote a song that night and then recorded till like 4 a.m. And then I think Graham left he and called, called you and was like. He's like, so Tyler's hanging out with this girl named Ruby and she's like super cool. And I feel like you guys would be friends. So and go Tyler and the Shakedown yes, and Graham yeah. for making this happen. Seriously. Really? Yeah. Did they get a 5% stake in the band? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It's They're going to watch this and be like, actually, actually we 
should. We're the brotherhood. <laughs> we're the sisterhood. It's the finder's fee. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. So they kind of put that together. Okay. Well, yeah. so then she came over to Nashville to write with Tyler because um, she was working on her solo project. And at the same time, I was working on my solo project and was going through some stuff with a producer. It didn't work out. And she was literally going through the same thing. <laughs> same thing. So she, so Tyler. Of course y'all were with your matching teeth. and Yeah. yeah. It's like, exactly. it's like the universe was like, you need to meet. <laughs> and then we did. You need to me. But you the first thing <laughs> when we met, we were like, "God, you're so familiar." Like, I feel yeah, there was no yeah soul connections or have known each other for a long soul time. Soul sisters, yeah. girl. Yeah. So uh, was it instant love? Seriously, so. it was. It, well, Tyler called us up, and it was like eleven o'clock at night in the in, in the, the winter, right? We went and got ice cream, and then we stopped by their place, and it's she like <laughs> played us a song, and I was like, "Oh my god, she has such a good voice. I really <laughs> like her." Well, Tyler was like, "We just got ice cream. Can I bring Ruby over?" And I'm like, "I'm in my pajamas, like, but yeah, okay, bring her <laughs> over." And so she came over, and and, um, and Tyler was like, "You guys should like play some songs for each other." And yeah. that's how we became friends. Yeah. You guys. Weird, huh? If yeah. this was not, like, meant to be. It's fate. Yeah. But I totally believe that, like you guys said, the universe was like, ah. Seriously. Well, then everything just started lining up for us. That's when you know you're on track. Yeah. So what lined yeah. up? So, well, we wrote these two songs together. And then it, my it, sister. Wait, wait, you got to tell them the story because it's really funny. Oh, okay. So the so boys were jamming like down yeah. on the first level, and it and was this like was the apocalypse, snow apocalypse. Yes, yeah, so it was for like three days. And by the way, day. I'm from California, so I was so excited. <laughs> Everyone else was like freaking out, and I'm like, snow, 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 snow. <laughs> and so, um, so the boys were like jamming downstairs and playing like hardcore rock music, and Alyssa and I were just like talking, drinking some wine, and we we're like. We should write some songs since they're writing music. We should go write some music. <laughs> so we go upstairs to the what is it? The fourth level? It's like the third. It's like third level. It's just of the like house? the top level of the, floor, yeah. the house, and the only the only quiet place when they're jamming the downstairs is the bathroom. And we have this really cool bathroom. There's like you know, big floor, and so we took all these we took all these little lights, like all these candles, and just lit them up on the floor. You guys know we sat this on is the like floor. Straight Turn out the lights the out. Movie. It's like so funny. We we were like, that's what Stevie Nicks would do. Oh. Red wine, <laughs> candles, sit on the floor, <laughs> write a get song. Real. So we wrote these two songs, yeah. The Fire and Someone's, mm -hmm. and then we recorded them the next day. We wrote right? them in like 30 minutes. We were like, that's rare. And wow, we showed it cool. to the boys. Oh, we're just, because you're like, is this cool? <laughs> here. Seriously. So the boys came in and they're listening and we're like, we wrote these two songs. You want to hear them? So we play them for them and they're Tyler just was like, jamming with us. Remember, he came yeah, up. Yeah, he like, came and started playing. That's really cool. They were super <laughs> impressed. They were like, whoa, you guys should like do this. I think anyone that saw us play, just like, we were just doing it for fun. Like my dad saw us and he was like, you guys really need to take this seriously and like start That's a band. Well, band. Rod Stewart and says that you actually should listen. <laughs> yeah, well, we did right? after that. <laughs> we did. That was the moment You're that like, we were like, "That's right. not the first time we've heard that. Maybe we should do this." Well, especially because yeah. it happened so naturally and so instantly, yeah. and so fast. Do you yeah. know what's cool? It's like I don't think a lot of people meet in in the way that we met anymore. Like the Beatles, they kind of were all living on the same street and hung out and. I don't think people are just paired through their record label or like a publishing deal, like to write with someone or whatnot. And this was just truly just, happened because of fate. Let's just so, make music and have fun, you know? And yeah. also to throw in like your boyfriend's band, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown, yeah. like oh, yeah. you have that vibe, that rock and roll vibe. It's yeah. Yeah. like the Rat Pack, you know, like back yeah. in the day, like this group that just yeah. comes together and loves music. Yeah. And is like living this rock and roll life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally the movies. Yes. It's like almost famous. It is. It's like pretty funny. Our, the, her house, like when there's parties and stuff going on, it's very much so like it's really a weird. lot of. But you know what? Like we're just we don't all like know that we're just 
we just like hanging out with each other. But it's like, it's weird how you kind of all find each other. And then like, I mean, I remember you called me, she went back to LA and then she called me and she was like, Hey, I know you have a studio. I went to school for engineering in, in England, which is even weirder. What? Cause she, okay. she was living in England while I was living in England. You kind of bonded over that Hold at the on. same time. Cause you were there. Take a break and explain that little chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go on, let's halt. So I got, let's so talk about the England. I, di- the yeah. England right. Section. Like it's so strange, but I, um, my parents got this gig when I was a junior in high school in Scotland, in, in, uh. in uh, Thurzo, Scotland. And so it was the first time I, I had ever been overseas, and it was the first time my parents had ever been overseas. So we went. We flew into Edinburgh. We dro- we got in a, like a rental car and we drove on the left side on like these one lane roads with like sheep. Who was driving? My Your dad. dad. It was. I was so scared. I was like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and, I, like, and we were like, it was so scary. So anyway, that was like my first like taste of you know the UK and I was like I want to live here and so when I came back this I was at a party and this girl was like she was from Liverpool and started talking she's like where do you go into college mate and I was like I don't know like maybe Berkeley you know I was like I I didn't really want to go to college I just wanted to like make music you know yeah and she's like, you should go to the Paul McCartney School in Liverpool. And I was like, Hill. what? How her accent? Oh, it's so good. Keep it was, talking in it. And so I was like, wait, what are you? And she's like. Don't stop. He started like this really cool Liverpoolian school called the Paul McCartney School in Liverpool. So it was the only place I applied. I got <laughs> in so as an audio engineer to learn how to like produce all my music and stuff. So, so that, that's badass that you're this chick now who can play, sing, and produce. <laughs> you know what's so funny is like I met her and she's like light and bubbly and so sweet and da, da, da. and then we got into the studio and she's like right. And she's like <laughs> a beast. beast. She's literally like a beast in the studio and I was like who is this She's person? like always back off. Fascinated. I got so fascinated, it. but um, so yeah. So you lived in Liverpool, and then you're living yeah. over there too. I think we were over there around the same time. We had commercials as well at the yeah. same time. What do you songs mean commercials? and commercials. We had songs and commercials at the same time. How do you get a song and a commercial a, in Liverpool? She sang. Well, this is after Pepsi that commercial. And in a Pepsi commercial? Yeah, she, she sang she whatever Lola wants. She sang that Pepsi commercial, and then yeah. I had a song. I mean, you can make some bank in a Pepsi commercial. I get did. It. I spent it all, but well, heck yeah. <laughs> so did you? Yeah, I did. Well, of we course. talked about that. That was yeah. our first like. We made a lot of money, and now we like know what to we're do like, with Whoa, money. Shit. But at that time, we were like, okay, let's like where, where did buy that lots of go? shoes. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Right? Exactly. Shows. Oh my god, shows. You gotta have to learn. Yeah, yeah. you have to learn. But so you are living yeah. over there kind of the same time, both making yeah. commercials. Both we, like, we didn't meet over there though. This is yeah. bizarre. It's really it's weird. weird. So we've had like parallel lives, very similar lives, yeah. but just never. We also. What else do we have in common? We always discover something new every interview we we do. Something. I something someone, with our grandmothers or something. Was there one? I can't remember. But we. We can, have like similar uh, family names and stuff as well. Well, what's People even weirder is that so my my parents are all Italian. Oh, our our families fought next to each. Yes. Fought? So are you gonna tell that story? Well, yeah. Sterling so Castle? so we go to so Rod invited us to come on tour with him this year. This How past year was that? It was incredible. Is this the first time you've opened for your dad. This yeah. Is the first time we've ever like played any shows. Really? No, this is my first time opening for my dad. But I've played in between his set. So I would That's sing like, I one of my songs with and then family. I would do yeah. My mom would like bring me up on the middle of her yeah. set. I just so how like weird an is old that? Lady just then. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Y'all's first show are opening for Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's much. A, yeah, that's a way to start. Yeah, that's and a Gary, cool. we did Gary Clark Jr. as well oh. after that, which yeah, was yeah. so much fun. And then we did Jesse James. We did a run with Jesse. Love awesome. Jesse's great. Her, which you also um, have her single "Lights Down Low." Yeah, Alyssa. yeah. And let's not forget, you wrote uh, "Gold." 
Gold. Oh, gold. Yeah, Andrew wrote a gold. song for uh, Steven Tyler too. Yeah. So the song that was in, I had in a, com- in a commercial, which was in the Lowe's commercial, "I Make My Own Sunshine." I wrote it when I was living in England because it was raining all the time. <laughs> That's <laughs> proper, why I wrote it. Proper song. It was like I thought it was just like raining. it was just a song for me, right? So I was like, "I'll oh, make my own sunshine." And then he came to a show recently, but this is like, that's, you know, talking about the circles and stuff. It was like so strange. He came And you were at circles for Jana Kramer. Yeah. Speaking of circles. Circles. (laughs) So, (laughs) so then, uh, Steven came to my show and heard me sing that song and he put it on his album. Did you die when Steven came to your show and heard you sing that song? Yes. I cried actually. I was so excited. (laughs) And then we sang, I don't want to miss a thing together. It was my 27th birthday. And that was the year I met you. It was a full moon too. It was like the craziest night. And y'all have some serious like luck with full moons. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like y'all yeah, write hits write and all turn into Well, she came and saw me sing with my dad on a full moon. And then I think it was like literally two maybe months, three or two months, months later to the next like full moon that we, we ended up opening for my, or not opening, but we played in the intermission. And thing. at Caesar's Palace. Anyway, yeah. For my so dad, all this stuff so. started coming together. It was like really weird. Like we started the band. She came to Nashville. She was like, let's work in your studio. We wrote like <clears> five songs. I produced them with her there, just the two of us, and we. With, and my mom sang on some yeah. of it. My dad sang on some of it. It was really nice because we had been in like writing situations where we were kind of told what to do, and this was the first time that we had like the liberty to just do whatever we Isn't wanted. That a freedom. It yeah, was and that's really what the sisterhood is about. We kind of were rebelling against like being put in these boxes, and so yeah. we we're like, let's do something that's like soul, rock, and country, like all within the same, you know, song. Yeah. And so. I mean, that's my favorite studio. It's so fun. We call it Treetop. It looks like a tree house. My parents live out in Franklin where I grew up and it's like, all it's like plush Greenland. But so then, so then we got a call from Milan Fashion Week and they were like, that was epic. So then y'all go over to Milan? Yeah. Yeah. What is y'all's life? We went to Venice too. She's never been to Italy and I took her for the first time. The most random thing. Then they're like, then this guy Rob, who's awesome, came to one of our shows at the Bluebird and she was visiting. I was like, get up at the Bluebird and play with me. We can play all our new songs. It was the first time we'd (laughs) ever played our songs. And then Rob comes up to us. He's like, you guys want to come play CMC in Australia? <laughs> and we were like, yeah. Yes, so we, we only have five songs, but we'll figure it he's out. He's like, you need an hour's worth of material. So we went home, we wrote like, you know, yeah. 15 songs and then flew to Australia, played this show, came that, back. That was what? so much fun. Literally. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is all happening. Like no, you said, it's crazy. Was lining up. Well, when we've been doing our solo careers for so long and it's never been this easy. And we were saying it's almost like we were both putting in the work for like this moment to happen. Yeah. Right. So every like just doors keep on opening for us. And we're like, oh. All right, let's go. Let's and go. It's meant to happen. I feel yeah. like it's that effortless. And the thing yeah. is, like, it's that everyone says it takes ten years to have an overnight success. Obviously, you guys have been <laughs> okay. doing this forever, yeah. your whole life. That makes life. sense. Actually, yeah. it's been about ten years. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing it. You <laughs> grew up in it. You've been doing it. But the timing had to be right because yeah. maybe if you guys hadn't done all this work on your own, it wouldn't have gotten together and been so strong. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah, that's like everything in life, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Compacted. Yeah. So explain to me the sound of the sisterhood and y'all's vibe and what you're trying to promote as artists. Like, who are you guys as artists? Hmm. Well, strong women, for sure, that know what they want. What do they Um, want? And we do everything ourselves, which is really fun. You know, we've been managing ourselves as well. Yeah, that's awesome. It's been really cool. Yeah. Teamed up with some really amazing people that have been helping us along the way and great agents. Yeah. And we're uh, super. We're lucky. gonna be making a record this year. We're like so excited about that. Yeah, our screen. first record. And um, what's it gonna sound like? It's like will you come and hang country. with us in the studio? Yeah, come hang out. It's like a little bit country, a little rock and roll, a little folk. 
You know, who are those yeah. big influences musically? Joni Mitchell. Oh, Joni Mitchell and Fleetwood Mac. We both like agreed on like yeah. of course we both listened agree. to them. I listened to a lot of like Aretha and blues and R and B. Um, Otis Redding, Sam and Dave. Like my dad raised me on Temptations, and then also like rock. And I didn't get like so into country. She's still kind of like teaching me about that the country scene but then you listen to your dad's like first record and it's like yeah gasoline alley is pretty folky so so it's like you know it's a little bit folk i mean i grew up obviously in country music dolly parton and linda ronstadt and i know all those people Joni mitchell james <laughs> those, Taylor. i know the big ones you yeah know? But and um so it's so that's what we're kind of combining and i get to play electric guitar in this band so it's like really fun so <laughs> yeah, so it's sexy. cool because she you know she can hit those like big notes like and I hear them in my head but I can't really hit them as powerful as she can hit them so oh, we, we kind it. of do that thing where we kind of I was gonna ask you how she do y'all a beautiful do falsetto and harmonies how does that all go how do y'all decide who sings what just just whatever, whatever fits yeah. we kind of will just know? like sing it um I'm learning so much about like I've never you know she's done this her whole life with like singing with her parents and doing harmonies, the harmonies and stuff, and yeah. stuff. And I'm still learning. And so we'll usually, like, if we're recording a song, like, sing through the song. And wherever our harmonies are kind of placed, the first time we sing it, we'll just do it that way. Okay. And it, like, sticks to that. It's but we trade off quite a bit. Yeah. So, like, someone will sing. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's really important to, like, not have any ego with it. That's what oh, we, yeah. we make sure that yes. there's no ego. And it's like, I think you sound better singing this verse, and I sound better singing this yeah. part. And you, you know what I mean? We just make sure whatever's best for the song. Yeah. Whatever is best for the music. But that is so key. And I feel like so many people miss that. Yeah. And it screws up their career because they let their egos get involved. And instead oh, of yeah. focusing on what's best for the song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I, it all yeah. starts with the song. <clears throat> it really does. Right? Yeah. Okay. So a couple more questions. We're going to wrap up and hear a few little songs from you guys. Okay. okay. What advice would you tell your younger self? Oh, God. Stop worrying so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to work out, right? Yeah. I worried that's like, a hard question because so I wouldn't really change anything I would say like take your time with certain things instead of rushing into some something because like of like pressure just like yeah. certain I definitely if I'm under pressure I'll be like okay I'll do it and when I was a kid I probably just out of feeling that someone knew better than me I would just go and do something instead of questioning it a little bit more and just yeah. being like or take your time and do yeah. things that you believe in and um yeah but I don't think I would change a thing about my life whatsoever. it's really good to go through all the stuff and then yeah kind of come out you have to learn would you change right? anything about your life no I don't think no. I would do you think everyone has a calling yes yes do you think, think why you do you think some people don't fulfill their calling I think you just have to listen to your inner voice yep I think the inner voice is like everybody has it but a lot of us choose not to listen to it it's like if you know you're supposed to like go somewhere I mean all the fun things that have ever happened, I think, in my life and in our life as a career so mm -hmm. far have been, like, the the random moments where we're like, ah, I don't really feel like going out tonight, but let's just go anyway. That's so right. true. And we go out, and then we show up, and it's like, oh, Steven Tyler just came to my show. What? <laughs> He's you cutting I mean? my song. Yeah, it's just... That's so true. It's like, you just got to go with the flow, and you just got to, like... It's the nights that also you don't want to go out, or you're not feeling yeah. something, that the best things happen. Yeah. I feel like people fall in love when... That usually it's like, oh, I didn't want to go out, and then I met this That's guy, met and like, da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, see? I didn't even know I was going to go to that show, and he just, like, walked up to me. It was pretty cool. Anyway, so it's, yeah. yeah. So I think, I kind of agree with that. I think everyone has a calling, but some people just, like, they think that Don't for whatever reason it. they can't accomplish it, or it's not meant for them. But really, everyone can fulfill their destiny if they just yeah. fight for it. Yeah, can do it. You believe in it. For it. But that's what music's for. Yeah. Kind of, like, 
showing well, you that you should. And you have that. to put yourself out there and be okay oh, with yeah. exposing yourself, yeah. maybe failing, maybe yes. falling, yeah. and then rebuilding. Yeah. Yes, it's making not about, It's not about winning. It's about it's about just making great art and yeah. and trying to touch someone's life. Like I mean, if we play a show and there's ten people there, the goal of the night is to touch one person in that audience, mm-hmm. and then and then that's your job done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, last question, then we're going to hear some songs. Kay. Leave your light. Give me some inspiration that you want to tell people, to inspire people, or how you've been inspired. What do you, explain like, give that. Give me some inspiration, a way that you want to inspire people, mm. that something, some inspiration like you want to share. Okay. It could be anything. Mm. I would say, the, I think the, the coolest part about our friendship is that we push each other to, like, new levels. And, like, right, like, right when we met... You know, I wasn't behind the desk in the studio. I was like letting someone else do it. And when Ruby met me, she was like, you need to be doing your own stuff. And she's like, and, and you (laughs) need to go produce our stuff. So let's go into your studio and do it. And I was like, you're right. I can do this, you know? And I think you really have to like help each other through things. Yeah. Yeah. And surround yourself. We were saying it's so important to like surround yourself with people that are better at what you do because then you're constantly like evolving and learning so I think that's like the reason why I moved to Nashville is because I came here and there was so many great musicians and I was like I've got to be better and so if you are constantly surrounded by like the greatest musicians and doing whatever you know then you'll be better you're you're gonna end up being the best as well so I think that would be probably my advice to my younger self as well (laughs) and don't ever surround yourself with negative energy because that yeah is horrible for you it's like drinking yeah. poison. It is, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, life is short, so you got to just enjoy it. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for interviewing with me. And now we're going to have some music from the sisterhood right here in Aurora Studios. Teal Audio's newest speaker line, the Aurora Livestream speakers, are designed to fit seamlessly into your home with its wide range of connectivity. To check out the latest speaker line, go to tealaudio.com. Okay, girls, so you're going to play us some tunes. Before you play these songs, give us a little backstory on what they're about. Okay, so Closing In from Miles Away is the song we're going to play right now, and um, it was about a friend who was going through a tough time, and, and the lyrics are about there's always a silver lining, and, um, and hopefully you're going to see the white dove flying closing in from miles away. That's what the song's about. Over this mountain, so 
to you earlier about when we wrote it in the bathroom in the snowpocalypse. This is the song. This is called Someone's and we kind of, um, it was kind of cool because we started writing this on guitar and we were sitting up there in the bathroom with all the candles lit and we started playing this this uh, progression yeah. and uh, we just started singing all these random things over it and on yeah. the, the voice memo it's really cool because Tyler came up and he was playing guitar with us too, Tyler Bryant. And um, you can hear us kind of like, you know, trying to figure out the words. It was cool because right? we kind of wrote it in 20 minutes and we didn't change it. So we listened yeah. to the voice note and all the lyrics were there. And so we are just yeah. like, oh, this is so easy. This is what we, we said. It all out. Yeah. It's like a gift from God. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's one of those channeling things we were like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear what God put through you guys. So let's hear this song. <laughs> yeah. And then the sisterhood, you guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having yeah. us. So fun. Yeah. 
hope you loved hearing from the sisterhood. I know you did. They are absolutely fantastic. You guys, next week, I have Emily West joining me. This woman is one of the most talented women I have ever known in my entire life. Not only does the world know that, because she got second on America's Got Talent, she was in these incredible dresses, singing these songs that no one in the world can sing but her. Her voice, her characters that come out of her mind, her imagination is absolutely incredible. Her range. She's like Bette Midler meets Barbara Streisand meets Cher. She, she's a one-woman show. She needs her own TV show. So make sure you tune in next week to hear Emily West. And now I have video podcasts also. So go to my website, carolinehobby.com. And if you want to listen, click listen. If you want to watch, click watch. And you can go to my YouTube page. So we'll see you next week.